when is murdering someone just doing the world a favor? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, has been sending, in quotes, illegal immigrants to um, Washington, D.C., New York, and Chicago. And those are all sanctuary cities. I think when Trump was elected, a bunch of cities wanted to say how much they hated Trump. And so uh, the way they, one of the ways they could do that was by designating themselves a sanctuary city, which means that they will not um, comply with the federal government when it comes to illegal immigration and deportation and whatever. And so Texas has given free bus rides to I think about 7,000 people to Washington, D.C., about 2,000 to New York, and then I think less than 100 to Chicago so far. And I don't know, I don't know, I guess if I was, you know, if I moved to America, like, where do you want to go? I'd be like, not Chicago. But it's kind of funny because Whatever, the mayors, I haven't heard about D.C., but the mayor of New York and the mayor of Chicago, they're both complaining about it. They're like, don't send us, don't send those immigrants here, that's racist. And then sending them to D.C. is trying to, you know, it's trolling. This is like trolling in real life, but he's, he's trolling Joe Biden, but uh, Joe Biden doesn't mention immigration, and the mainstream media, I believe, covers it all up, and so... I don't know. I, it, it, I mean, it's, it's a good attempt at trolling. It's not, not quite getting her done. But he's been doing this for a while, and I, I can't remember. I wish I remember the numbers, but it seemed like maybe a few months ago he started doing this, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. And I was like, well, how many has he done it? And they're like, oh, they sent the first bus or whatever. I was like, oh, well, this ain't getting nowhere. But now uh, almost 10,000 people have been given free rides to, I guess, whatever, democratically... Uh, Democrat-controlled cities, blue cities, and I don't know, but I, I feel like New York maybe was like, they weren't happy, but then maybe they were greeting the people as they got off the bus and were giving them a place to stay and some money. That's, that's not exactly right, but they were doing something. They were doing something nice for them. I don't know what. And then Chicago has, you know, has an official City of Chicago website, and they say that, you know, they're a sanctuary city, they're not going to work with the federal government, and also... Uh, Whatever. Regardless of immigration status, you can fully participate in the services of the city. And so I don't know what that means. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, illegal immigrants are coming over here and getting on welfare. That, that, that is not a true statement. But maybe, I see welfare is like a federal thing. But maybe, you know, if Chicago has some sort of like local kind of welfare thing, they may be going to Chicago and getting on the Chicago version of welfare or Illinois version or something. And so 10,000 people, that'd be like 1% of all the illegal, or I think, I'm not sure, I think there's been 2 million illegal immigrants, so it's less than 1%, 1% maybe half a percent. Yeah, half to 1% have, of illegal immigrants have had this free bus ride thing. But if they can get those numbers up higher, you know, if they could get it to like 10%, like that would be crazy. That would really, <laughs> I think everyone would have to notice the trolling then. I was thinking about some stuff that you tell kids <laughs> that, I don't know, ain't true. Sounds good, but ain't true. Like, you know, maybe, I guess, grade schoolers or so. Like, if a grade schooler doesn't have a lot of friends, you tell them, well, just be yourself and you'll get friends. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just a weirdo, but, like, when I was a grade schooler, I was myself. Like, if I could have been some cooler version of myself, I would have done that. I mean, I wasn't being, like, a less cool version of myself, I'll tell you that. 
I think kids are being themselves and not all kids are going to have a lot of great friends. I just, you know, half the people are below average. That's for everything. Another thing you hear, I don't know if parents say this, but you'll kind of hear it like in the online or whatever, you know, the, the so-called experts about bullying. They'll sometimes say that the bullies are just as afraid of you as you are of them, which is obviously false. And, you know, you might say, well, you know, when you grow up, you'll have a good job and the bully will be in prison or something. But, I mean, that sounds good, sort of. I mean, first off, that's a long time to wait. Hey, you'll get your revenge on the bully in 20 years when you haven't seen them in 19 years. You'll just have to imagine you got your revenge. But I haven't seen any evidence of bullies having necessarily bad life outcomes. I mean, like, people will say that cops are bullies. And, I mean, people love to say that, but I haven't seen any actual evidence of that being the truth. Or that bullies become cops. I guess that's what people say. I mean, I think bullying is just a fundamental part of human nature. Like, you know, do chimpanzees bully each other? I'm pretty sure they do. Well, then, then you know, this isn't a, you know, America's a racist society or misogynistic society or whatever. And that's why bullying exists. It's like, oh, it's built in. It's built in. Chimps do it. Humans do it. Built in. And, you know, and I've been bullied. I would say, I would say the, the common thread amongst the people who had bullied me when I was a kid was they could all beat me up in a fight you know like they were tougher than me I mean that's the I think that's the only thing that, that they all had in common was that in a fight they would win and I haven't heard any uh study that says being good in a fight uh means that you're gonna have a bad life outcome I mean fighting a bunch might but not being good in a fight yeah it makes me think like I've watched a lot of Japanese anime and a lot of anime, like a lot of times it takes place in school. Japan is obsessed with their school. With their, I don't know if you know, like, have you ever seen like anime or just or real Japanese school kids? Um, the girls wear sailor suits and the boys wear army uniforms. And it's like, it's like the sailor suit from maybe like 1910. I don't know if it's America or Britain. I think it's Britain. So like, you know, the things that 1910 British Navy people wore... That's what the girls in Japan wear. And then, like, the thing that 1910 British Army guys wore, that's what the boys wear. And I think maybe it might be, like, the officers one, not the grunts. I don't know. Let me tell you. Do not quote me exactly on that stuff, but they definitely wear sailor suits and for the girls and army suits for the boys, and it's based on some Europe or American army at some past decade. But in any case, they uh, they talk about bullying a lot and I don't know I don't even think they get in the fight really bullying is it's more like girl you know like the, in America girl on girl bullying where you just you just ostracize or make fun of or whatever I did a long episode on bullying I don't know like a year ago but I guess my point is that Japan is way less violent than America and they still got some sort of bullying going on you know it's not it's not a, it's not correlated with gun violence or any other woke horseshit you would come up with makes me think i listened to a i think it was the economist was talking about um prison in japan and i guess prison in japan is kind of harsh i'm not sure i mean i'm i don't i don't think they're like raping you like they do in america but but anyways hard labor that that's what's that's what you do i don't know if they're i don't know what they make you do breaking rocks i don't think they make you break rocks but anyways some sort of hard labor is what all the prisoners in prison in japan have to do 
But Japan, like the whole country's getting old, and also the prison population is getting old. And I heard that. I'm like, well, yeah, the prison population in America is getting old too. It's like, you know, you give someone a 40 year sentence, they go in at 20, you know, and after a while they're going to be 60. But that's not how it goes in Japan. Like I say, in Japan, just the whole population is old. And so it's old criminals. And I think, I don't know, the one they mentioned was shoplifting. So you, you might go to prison for shoplifting in Japan, and then you just be an old ass person in prison for shoplifting and then they're talking about you know you got dementia it's like what are you going to do with a person with dementia you you got to do hard labor like you know ain't going to work good bank of america and maybe some other ba banks have come up with a plan to try and close the you know house ownership gap between whites and blacks i can't remember the numbers i think 72 percent of whites own their own homes and then maybe 55 percent of blacks don't quote me on those numbers. But a hard part of buying a house is you're supposed to come up with a down payment. I don't know. I, don't, I never bought a house. I think 20% is standard, maybe. So, you know, if you got a $300,000 house, you got to come up with 60 grand. Not easy. 60 grand cash. But so these banks, they're going to, you know, I mean, they, get it, they give out the mortgages so they can do it however they want. But I think, like some. It sounded like what they were going to do is just require no down payment, but I don't think that's right. I think what they're actually doing is they're going to give money. They've set aside so many billions of dollars to pay the down payment for people basically who are not white. I don't think Asians get it either. So either you could say it's for blacks and Hispanics, or you could say it's for anyone who's not white and Asian. So we'll just have to wait and see on this. I mean, it's like that Minneapolis school district... Uh, collective bargaining agreement, which says that you fire white people first, regardless of seniority. So, you know, a white person would be like, I want you to give me a bunch of free money for my down payment. And they're like, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't think any of this stuff is legal, but it hasn't happened yet. Right. We're, we're waiting for the first white teacher to get fired because they're white. We're waiting for the first white person to, I guess, not get a more not get a good mortgage because they're white. Um, and then we'll see what the courts say. I mean, I'm pretty sure Congress passed a law in 1964 called the Civil Rights Act that says all of that stuff is illegal. But, you know, people just people ignore that law. I mean, what it is, this stuff comes down to standing. You might be like, that law, that, what they're doing is racist. Well, that doesn't mean they, that doesn't mean you can sue. You have to have standing, which means that the thing that someone did has to affect you, basically. You can't, you can't sue on behalf of someone else. You can't file a lawsuit on behalf of someone else or on behalf of a thing that hasn't happened and whatnot. So we're waiting, both of those things, we're just waiting for them to do it and then we'll see if it's legal or not. And it makes me think of my little rule for figuring out if something's racist. Because I'm sure, you know, Bank of America is like, this isn't racist, this is whatever, a good thing. You know, the way you tell is you just switch white to black. So it'd be like, if Bank of America is like, we're gonna pay the down payment for white mortgage seekers but not for black mortgage seekers. I mean, obviously, that would be racist as hell. Anyways, so you just flip the words and you know if something's racist or not. Or some people say you can't be racist against white people. I mean, I don't know. You can't murder them. <laughs> Murdering a white person, that's just doing the world a favor. On Saturday, movie ticket prices were $3. It was something called National Cinema Day. And apparently, a lot of, like, rowdy teenagers or something went to the movies and ruined it for everyone and so dan merle um 
he's a YouTube guy who breaks down movie stuff. He went to see Jaws, and he was like, he left halfway through. Like, it's his favorite movie ever. He left halfway through because the teenagers were running up and down the aisles, being on their phone the whole time. When, when people who wanted to watch the movie were shushing them, they would, the teenagers would tell them to shut up. And so that's all fine. That's just one person, one screening, whatever. I forget where he lives. He lives in frickin' the Midwest. But anyways, he, uh, like, emailed the manager of his local theater to complain. And the manager gave him a response. I'm just going to read the response because it's pretty crazy. Unfortunately, National Cinema Day unexpectedly turned into babysitting day for us at the theater. And I apologize that your experience was far from ideal. Parents left hundreds of unaccompanied teenagers on our doorstep most of which had no respect for authority and would not cooperate with simple requests. When asked to leave, they refused. After multiple requests, they would cause a huge scene and or would run slash scatter into various auditoriums, spreading the issue. I personally responded to concerns in your showing and countless others, as did all of the managers and several employees working that night. I apologize that we were unable to quiet the groups, but please know that it was not from a lack of effort. Because of the, of the number of disruptive situations happening simultaneously throughout the building, local law enforcement was called to help, twice. Ultimately, we were actually forced to lock slash shut down early. And then Dan keeps talking about it, and he says that that theater has a rule that no one under 17, I think it was, cannot go watch a movie after 6 p.m., and so they didn't enforce that rule before the kids got into the theater. So you can spread some blame around, I guess. Probably starting with the parents. This is my local market. Twitter handle, at Antiwoke Podcast, and thanks for listening.